in a world where extreme competition exists everywhere what does it take to have success in your career and in life join me nirvana chaudhary as i sit down with some of the most successful individuals to discover the secrets to the success what continues to drive them and to hear a few exclusive stories in the process what drives them and their success code their mantra for making it bigger hello everyone uh, this is nirvana chaudhary i'm back again with my podcast making it bigger today i have with me a very dear friend a brother mr tabeet awal who comes from a very very illustrious and a successful business family out of bangladesh he is individually himself carved a very very strong name not only in the business world but also as a aspiring youth politician who is just there to making a difference in bangladesh tabeet thank you so much for coming in your pod coming in my podcast today um you know one of the first things i always ask all the guests is you've been successful in your family life in your business life and now you're entering your political life right uh what is your success mantra in life what is it that really drives you my perceived success mantra is thinking positive number 1 and having very good friends to look up to uh friends who can inspire me and friends who can support me when i'm down uh, that's that's very important and uh, and third is just you know keeping your as they say common sense keeping your eyes and ears open you see things to learn and you can hear things to learn that that's what i would say is my success mantra yeah i i i mean so simple yet so powerful and such such facts which not many people actually follow just keeping it sen- simple with keeping an open mind and surrounding yourself with like minded good people right who you can learn with tell me tabeet you know bangladesh nepal sri lanka south asia i mean for the youth especially our generation it's so challenging for us because we've got our older generation who've got a particular mindset they've come from a particular environment including politicians and here it here we are majority of the population who are wanting to make a change in in our countries are the youth i mean you not only in your business but politics have to go through that how are you managing that man <laughs> so in south asia i feel uh, i have a kind of i would say advantage because us south asians are always the youth and as long as our parents uh, god willing are alive uh, we are never adults um you know even if you have your you're married you have your own children you can even have your grandchildren at one point and you're still never an adult so one good thing we have a very very long youthful life as this uh but yes in south asia i believe the youth is the advantage the youth are the future and it's the youth that can uh, make changes and the example is already in front of us because it's the youth south asian youths if you see in the west especially in the us europe and australia Uh, are making all the changes they're heading big multinationals they're researching at big organizations are they're having a very good startup uh, scene so if the same youth can get the same opportunity back home i believe south asia can change overnight yeah great i mean we really really need you know with the kind of exposure kind of experience you have the thought process that you have we need leadership you know at the political level as well uh, tabith you've been a you've been i, I think you were playing football for the national team in bangladesh as well right <laughs> you don't think you know that but thanks for making fun of me but yes <laughs> i have played i represented bangladesh at the national level in football so 
football you are a you are a national hero business you're considered to be probably the most successful entrepreneur now politics you've just started your thing you know i mean these 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 traits that i asked you for your success mantra uh, you answered that but you really didn't answer to me what is it that really keeps you going you know the change you want to see or is it you know you always no matter which field you are you're continuously wanting to be the best at it no what keeps me going every day is is is, is as i said the main thing that the positive thought the hope uh, you know the hope that something that be, the best days are ahead of us the you know the belief that we can do it you know many times you know what's out there but you don't know if you can do it or not belief is that we can do it and uh, and and most of all that uh, the you know the ingredients to uh, to make that change i personally feel i have and this is just not my family background as you said my sports background you know sports builds you as a team player sports builds you as a very resilient person uh, who's up to challenges and so all those mixes the ingredients is there and that keeps me going yeah you know i i read this in bmw i think the only newspaper they have in the office is the sports section because all sports newspaper is talking about is winning it's about you know challenges it's about positivity i guess that's a very important facet an individual has and the importance of having sports in your life right now we keep talk hearing about you know these fundamental habits an individual has some people talk about waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning starting an early day some people talk about meditation you know some important aspects in your life that has really had a transformation in your life can you just help share maybe three habits that have helped you day to day to become more effective and efficient i feel the first thing uh, that helps me a lot is that i i focus a lot on my physical fitness i believe that if the body is healthy then the mind is much healthier and much stronger so the physical fitness is there and i think that varies for different people for me of course is playing sports but as long as some way your body is fit i believe that is the first and most important the pillar of your strength uh the second is that um, i believe in in experimenting in everything but uh, within kind of a balanced limitation uh, and i know that sounds very vague but just that balance you know we have fun we work we socialize we have family commitments we have uh, philanthropic or charitable in volunteership so do everything but in a, in a balance uh, you know so there is no one side that i'm sacrificing and there's no one side that i'm obsessed or possessive over uh, and these are the two things i i would say that this personally helps me a lot and tabi tell me in 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 uh, our part of the world the youth no matter who i speak to no matter where in south asia right they're so damn frustrated and you know there's a massive brain drain that's happening you know people like you said going to the west and they they're pretty successful because the environment is like that i mean you could have chosen to go anywhere in the world you've still chosen to stay in bangladesh how how hopeful you are given that it's one of your success mantra of the future of our countries future of south asia i mean you've got uh, you know political leadership staying there for decades you know when is that change going to come do you what are your views on that no, i'm i am extremely extremely bullish and hopeful um i don't want to say it in any negative way but we do have political leaders who are just naturally aging 
So, you know, time is now on the side of the youth and time is unfortunately not on the side of the aged politicians. Having said that, uh, you know, our politicians have been so busy with, uh, you know, just facing challenges. You know, we've, we've, we've you know, we've, we've fought colonialism. We've fought, uh, you know, dictatorships in this region. We've, we've, you know, we've fought. Countries have been fragmented. I think that was a generation that gave us a lot, gave us a nation or nationalities. But it's time, uh, whether it passes on quickly or, you know, delayed process, it's time that the youth takes the country forward. And the youth, today's youth don't have those challenges. You know, we don't have the, you know, the oppressive natures of other countries or regimes upon us. The challenge we have today is how to unite our own people. Challenge we have today is how to bring that positive thought and in prioritizing what are the challenges. You know, South Asia is a big country, uh, sorry, big area. South Asia has the largest diaspora of religion, of ethnicity, and at times even caste. So, you know, uniting those forces for the good is a huge challenge and only a youthful person or a youthful minded person can do that. And I am positive that many people out there who can. Tell me, Tabeer, today, if you have to give your elder son, right, one piece of advice today, not that he'll remember or understand, but if you were to tell him in today's context, one piece of advice you want to give him, what will it be? I'm relating to people in that generation. We'll probably look at you. We'll probably look at you as uh, when I say you means us as the the uncles or the aged people. By the time they come into, you know, the, exactly. This is not based out of any personal experience or personal opinion. But the one advice I would give to my eldest son would be, son, do not take any of my advice. Simple. <laughs> Okay, Tabeer, tell me, uh, you know, the West has always perceived to be very philanthropic, very giving. You know, they've been really focused on CSR. Asia, that entire um, mindset is slowly coming up. You know, companies and governments are coming up with policies that every company must allocate certain percentage of their profit for doing CSR. And sometimes when I'm talking to my friends, we're like, what CSR? We're employing so many people. We are building these factories. That's CSR, right? And I sort of have a little bit of a different opinion on that. But uh, how important is philanthropy, giving back, making a difference to the society in a South Asian context? I think in South Asian context, giving back um, is very important. Now, how you give back, I think it varies because from a corporate perspective, I think the first idea is to just, as we see, in many countries, you know, the first idea is just to, you know, pay taxes. If we see our, you know, corporate uh, tax GDP ratios all over the, you know, South Asia, it's very, very poor, very, very low. So that's giving back side. But individual uh, factor, I would say, you know, philanthropy is 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 needed. It's not not important. I would say it's not a strategy. It should not be seen as a strategy. It should be seen as a necessity. Because philanthropy, yes, we we build schools. We, we build mosques and temples. We help people, individuals, when they have medical aids and issues. But, you know, it should be organized. And I think the same people who are already doing it, they will benefit a much more themselves and the society that they're trying to help if they were just more organized about it. I think philanthropy is already there, but I think it just needs to be more organized and well-channeled. Uh, so it's sustainable, you know, because what we now do is we actually give donations. 
and we call that philanthropy, which is fine. But it, it's different. You know, charity, philanthropy, donation, uh, I think these are very, very different. They, they meet the same objectives, maybe. Uh, but I think you just get a lot more if you just organize it out. Very, very well said, Tabith. My last question is, where do we see Tabith when he's 50 years old? Uh, where, the, where, where the world is moving, uh, where uh, the way things are happening, even in present day circumstances, you're going to just see Tabith and everybody just only online, unfortunately. You know, meeting and in presence is really, really diminished. It's sad. But Tabith at age 50, uh, you know, first of all, would like to be recognized at least as a very good uh, father and an extremely good husband. And going forward, you know, hopefully leading. Uh, the nation of Bangladesh and the region of South Asia in some capacity. Tabi, that's exactly what I wanted to hear and inshallah that will happen. Uh, thank you so much, Tabi, for your time. I could hear uh, your lovely children, you know, shouting in the background. Probably they were already ignoring your advice to them. But thank you so much for coming on my podcast and this has been absolutely amazing. <laughs>